0: Welcome to Pep Talk for Writers. Pep, Pep. I just, I love the word Pep. It just, it really says it with the sound of the name. You know, we need Pep, energy. (laughs) My name is Nick Jaina. I'm here to uh, help you, inspire you, perhaps coach you. Uh, Mostly just to provide this space that this is a safe space where we can be curious about writing and try some things and we don't have to prove anything. We don't have to accomplish anything really. It's, it's really fine. Um, uh, thanks for listening to this podcast. If you like this podcast, you should, you should go review it. I'm not a big person on telling people to do that, but it does help. Uh, if you go to Apple podcast or somewhere else like that and just leave a review, um, I can give you a little prompt, say, um, this podcast makes me feel blank. Um, and I, after listening to it, I wrote blank. (laughs) Is that helpful? I don't know. I know sometimes you'd feel like, uh, what do I even say? What is there to say about a podcast? It's just either you like it or you don't. Here's one review that somebody wrote um digging your podcast i banged out seven pages on a nick jana binge the first three episodes probably amounting to two or three strongish pages of coffee copy (laughs) not coffee copy and my wife was like damn you've got no problem writing you are just too lazy to edit and she's right (laughs) um yeah you can binge it go for it you know um this is definitely uh short enough that you know, I want to leave the space for writing. That's why the music is at the end of the episode so that, um, this isn't about me performing or getting in the way. It's just about creating some safe space where we feel like we can do this. Cause I know the biggest impediment, p- a- a- impediment, is there a pediment or just an impediment? Um, the biggest impediment to writing is just, oh God, it's going to be lonely sitting there, you know? That's why like music really helps me. Um, I don't know. I feel like I would like this podcast if I wasn't hosting it. So today I want to talk about tension Um, and I'm going to talk about this a lot in different parts over the weeks, but um, tension is really the, the main thing that I find as like what keeps somebody engaged with writing and just honestly it's just what gets somebody to want to turn the page and and like page turning is thought of as kind of a cheap thing that novels do but um i mean we all want someone to turn the page right i mean we don't want someone to get frustrated and put the book down or or bored and and never pick up our work again we want someone to be engaged and so tension is just a device that does that and just being aware of it and conscious of Does this have tension? And being honest about it is really the first step. I ask people to check in with your body. Where in your body, physically, do you feel tension? When there's an argument, when there's a confrontation, when something is going bad, um, where do you feel it? When something is really exciting, when you're really hopeful, where do you feel it? I I think that space is a good meter for knowing when tension is happening in writing. Because it's not... An objective thing it's something that you just have to intuitively feel out you know like decide like is this there or not um and if you're tuned into your body and you know what that feels like you'll have some sense of when that's happening and i think it happens probably in the same part of your body when you're experiencing it in person and when you're um doing it in writing so there's a lot to say about tension and normally we think of how do we build up from the ground of how do we add more tension to something like how do we just keep increasing it you know like like we're filling a room up with water or something i want to start in the opposite direction and this is a thing just a simple exercise that has that really helped me when i was just struggling with you know chapters in my novel that just were kind of sitting there limp and i had all these things that i wanted to put in there but none of them had any tension i was like I, these are still important things but this chapter is just kind of like limp, you know? So I just tried this thing once and and it really helped me with a specific chapter. Um, and I call it throwing a bomb in there. So basically taking what would be the most extreme thing that you could say and inserting it into your piece, into your story, and then folding it back in so that it justifies everything that you said so that you're not crying wolf, but that it all ends up being, uh, appropriate to the scale of what you're writing. So for example, I was writing this chapter in my book, my book, my novel, Hitomi, I was writing about Philadelphia. This band is on tour and they're in Philadelphia and you know, just, it was a lot of observations and nothing really interesting. And so I thought, okay, God damn it, what's just a thing that can start this chapter off that might seem like it throws everything off kilter? And then my task for the writing is not to build up tension, but to fold it in and to make it grounded, you know, just to to keep the reader's trust. So I think when we get turned off about tension, we think of soap operas or that that cliffhangery type of writing, and we think, well, I don't want to do that because that's manipulative. And everybody, right before commercial break, is confessing their evil twin is in love with their good twin, <laughs> um, and so we think like that's not a way to write, like that's irresponsible, and and that is irresponsible. But we can use some of those attributes and then ground them and use them respond, uh, use them responsibly. So I just this sentence came to me there's a dead body in the bathroom so that's mm, it's intriguing you know (laughs) you don't read that sentence and then just say and then just stop right you might be skeptical you might think what's going on here is this what kind of story is this but i think at the very least you keep going so then from there on everything else is me folding that back into the story and having characters act appropriately the way that they would react to this statement so the narrator is saying this he's from indiana and he's in a big city so there's there's a few other characters and i thought okay david will be enthusiastic about this uh hitomi will be indifferent uh james will be skeptical you know and everything plays off of this assertion that is true and genuine like this the narrator thinks there's a dead body in the bathroom and he's reacting the way he reacts so i start the chapter with that sentence and then everything goes from there and then all the work i'm doing is to fold it back into the reality of my story Uh, i'll just read the first couple paragraphs of this there's a dead body in the bathroom i wasn't trying to be dramatic the rest of the band were looking at their phones in the green room not a green room really more of a green storage closet A room you could also squeeze a band into while they were waiting to play on a tiny stage in a tiny bar in Philadelphia called The Fire. What? James asked, looking up from his phone. I mean, I think. I think there's a dead guy in the bathroom, I said. They did not look alarmed. They looked at me like they were looking at a farm boy from Indiana who had never been on tour, who had never been to a real city where real things happen. And just because some stranger in the bathroom wasn't smiling at me and saying, Howdy, I thought it meant he must be dead. Let's go see, David said, as he jumped up. Report back, James said, as he went back to his phone. Hitomi kept writing in her journal. So, you know, you just see these reactions of people that feel true to the characters, and it moves on from there. And we've inserted this tension, and we've kind of, like, done it to the, uh, you know, a 10 out of 10. And then the rest of the writing just justifies that. So it's not like I do that at the start of every chapter. Um, I think the main counterpoint to tension is trust you have to believe that you're speaking honestly and you're not just you know every five minutes saying uh the roof's on fire Uh, there's poison in this mug you know like you have to believe that there these are responsible statements so we have some leeway there of well i could be mistaken i could be panicking i could be um you know seeing something and misunderstanding you know there's ways that that can play out but um can't overuse it but i think it's a it's worth trying this and pushing tension to the extreme and then just working to make it justified so i suggest trying that like even just write out a couple possible openings you know that are just really extreme things like i think i'm about to die you know um i've never been in love with you whatever that whatever that looks like and then appropriate to the tone and the voice of what you're working on and the characters or the people in your story, whether it's true or not. Um, this still works with memoir, you know, like you can put a very bold, very, uh, tension filled statement right up front and then work around that to fill in the rest of the story. Give it a try throwing a bomb in there just throw that bomb in there and just see what happens and it could be something really interesting Uh, i'll play some music while you write good luck and i'll see you next time